Well, it's something of an unconventional episode six of mm. season two of 24 Bower Party People. You might notice that we sound a bit fresher. Well, I, I remain Sam. And I remain not quite so dead, Jesse. Um, uh, we haven't injected epinephrine like Jack does a lot. Um, uh, we have, however, had a break. Yeah, but like we've we've done, we've let you down. I'm afraid, listeners. Um, uh, so what happens was we made it up to. So we mentioned at the start of this that we were recording season two, literally a day after we recorded season one. So consider that we have done 48 hours of 24. Uh, well, well, that we, was the goal. Well, we made it to 46 and a half. Yeah, and then I I blinked and I woke up like. An hour later. We realised that to make a good pod, we, much like Jack Bauer, would have to be temporarily dead and then... Yeah. So, so yeah, we had a sleep, I'm afraid. Um, uh, but we are attempting to make up for it by uh, uh, not letting you down on the um, drinking <laughs> side of things currently. So uh, I am a little tipsy. Uh, and I am a lotle tipsy mm. uh, we are empty we have entered the um the gentleman of leisure uh, we, phase of the podcast we re we rewatched all of the last well most of the last block i think all but the first 20 minutes yeah we rewatched the entire block because we were so tired i don't know if you could hear at the like, what, end of, like what's this how we, tired we were what's this we business oh all right yes mm. um yeah no like i was so gone that i literally had no idea what happened um I think I kept doing the micro-nap thing where, like, I would blink and then I would wake up a minute later kind of thing and just have no idea. It felt like I was teleporting. It would be permanently unclear if Jessie was asleep or just watching with her eyes very slightly open or asleep with her eyes slightly open. I do fall asleep with my eyes slightly open sometimes. As do, as do I. Yeah, so it's very it's very possible that you thought I was watching and I was just yeah, asleep because at times. much like Jack Bauer, I am, I'm always ready even when I'm asleep. Mm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting bolt upright with a gun, like, um, but yeah, no, we've had a sleep and, and, and probably best for it. It won't happen again. It's just the fact that we, uh, we did 48 hours of this. Yes, yeah, so in one it, go, which is not something I think we're going to attempt again. Well, ha- had we called maybe this, had we called this 48, 48 Bauer party people, then we'd be then yeah, we'd, then we'd be fucked. <laughs> I can do twenty four. Oh, then then would have failed you. Yeah, I can do twenty four hours for uh, sure. We can we can do twenty four Bowers. Um, mm. But speaking of Bowers, when we last left, when we last left our Jack, mm. um, he had cornered some hogs inside of a bathroom. Yeah, they did the Rainbow Six Siege thing again. Yeah, well, they... well, I said that we're playing Rainbow Six, but like the the um, specific strategy that like bronze level players will do uh, is that they will get in the bathtub on chalet or villa and hide in it, uh, and that's what this dude does. He's a bronze level Jaeger main. He um, he hides in the bathtub uh, and... and thinks he's smart. And then Jack, who we saw sledging his way into a panic room earlier. Mm. Um, Jack just drones him and then uh, and then wall bangs him. Uh, yeah, he. Um, what a Rainbow Six Siege terminology on this podcast. I'm sorry. Well, um, either way, he gets uh, he gets the chip. He he goes in and um, gets them to surrender. 
Mm. And uh, then he steals the hog's shoes. Yes, he then, uh, the hog that he shot while cornering them in the bathroom, he then just takes his shoes, which is, um... No, 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 it's not even the hog that he shot while cornering... Like, it, uh, it doesn't... One of the hogs want to give up. He, like, tackles the other one. Hog Offerman, yeah. Mm. And then, like, we're seeing him... We see him, in a minute, being led away by cops with bare feet, and then we see Jack lacing up his shoes on his own feet. Yeah, so Jack just committed foot crimes. Yeah. Uh, which actually is going to be the main theme of two, of season oh, three. There's a, a giant... You know what I've just realised? Go on. Rainbow Six Siege terminology. You remember how they found the cobra snakes earlier? Like, um, or the, the, the coral snakes? The tunnel, tunnel, the snakes, tunnel snake. Tunnel snakes. Where they all. had them, like, trekking through, like, as you said, they, they trekked through, like, a sheep dip full of cum. That sounds That's jackal. Yes. They're doing the jackal visor thing where they're, like, sniffing the footprint to find him. Yeah. Man, this... Oh, many Rainbow Six jokes to be made. Yeah. Um, well, Jack, now he has the he has the chip, but they dropped it, and it, it the, the plastic thing that it was in it broke a little bit. So he, he takes it out, and he tries to run it. Um, and... You know when you put, like, a, a PS2 disc that you thought might be scratched into the PS2, mm. and you'd wait for it to boot, mm. and either it would... Either, you know, it would start with the... Sort of Sony Entertainment thing, or it would just keep having that like PlayStation background, and you'd know in your yeah. heart. Jack was trying to like he's like trying to clean it with toothpaste because someone said that that was a good idea to like try and get the disc to run again. And well, because uh, he they can't, there is no audio file that he can get on there, so he, they have to send it back over to CTU to try and reconstruct it. Uh, and Chappelle, who's really kind of trying to take over at that point. Uh, He's just going, well, he, the orders are coming down from on high. That CTU are just going to keep processing intel for these airstrikes. And they are not to keep following things up about whether or not the intel is a hoax. Yeah. And, uh, but it's great because Chappelle and Tony, um, Tony can be a real wanker, but when his wankery is directed at someone else who's a wanker, he then kind of by the transitive property becomes somewhat likable. Yeah, you go like, yeah, fucking get him, Tony Almeida, but there's still a fucking... Po I still curse you. Yeah. Um, this is the thing, right? We've entered the arc of the podcast where the people that I thought were the worst in the world are somehow being nice in comparison to the wankers behind them, like the, the, like the second health bar on a boss. Yes. Like... Yeah. Which is much like how 24 structures its series stuff. It does the Far Cry 3 thing again, and it very much has done it by this point, because by God, I don't care. Well, if we get to that at the end, we actually had a pretty a fairly good discussion mm. one, during during the final couple of episodes that um, uh, I, also will be, I think I'll be happy to, to revisit some of those ideas. Um, but yeah, there's a great... Uh, Tony just talks to Chappelle, and he's like, well, yeah, well, I'm going to do this, and we're going to try and reconstruct this file. And Chappelle says... Oh, yeah? And how long is that going to take? And Tony says, it'll take as long as it takes. And then Michelle is just walking by and says, it'll be 15 minutes. <laughs> she just comes up and goes, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like Michelle didn't get like the, the memo about how aggressive they were going to be. Mm. And they, the, in the end, the file is too badly damaged for them to recover it. But thankfully, uh, very conveniently, that guy, the hacker that made it, all of his little signature hacking 
code things, they can identify him from that. And uh, even more conveniently, it turns out that he lives in North Hollywood. Oh, yeah, that's useful. Where all the slums are. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, it's a Jack then. He's, he go, they tell Jack this and he goes. Uh, I'm getting quite, quite scared about how my laptop is perched. Uh, he, go. he goes to that uh, to that chap's lap, uh, that chap's apartment. Goes in, and while he's poking around in there, somebody else comes in, and it's the the president's ex wife. Mm. Go, wow, she's still around. Yeah, she is. They're finding things for her to do. Oh, pass me my mixer. I, I, this this stage of 24 thoroughly i think the other reason that i fell asleep was not only was there very little new kim sadly as a bit of a spoiler we get some premium we do kim. get some premium kim but there's not that much of it sadly i, I think this, um, is, this is some very high level kim though oh it is there's no mountain lion it, it's it's very good kim uh but yeah like not only is there no kim but it's just like uh it, it, it has upped the Far Cry 3 syndrome uh, significantly. It is now no longer about terrorism. It's not about stop. a nuclear bomb. It's not about like, it's the about, premise of the fucking show. It's like... Now it's about trying to prevent a war. Yeah, so and it's a war, by the way, that was just nonsense. The premium uh, like antagonist at this point is the United States of America. Oh, no, no. The, the main antagonist is um, the oil company guy. I know, guy. ostensibly it's supposed to be Peter Kingsley. Played, played by Jigsaw, off of Jigsaw. It's not, though, is it? Let's be honest. It's yeah. American senators that just uh, are like, well, we've got to do war crimes, but, lads. That's what we were elected to do. We just want to do more war crimes. Well, this is... Um, it, well, it, like, it, we have to go to war unless there is a, a, a very, very concrete bit of proof that says that we don't have to go to war. Um, but, like, the idea that they have to go to war in the first place is, frankly, so stupid and, like... It's like, we can't not do something. We can't not respond to this terrorist attack on this country by attacking this country. We can't not do that. Well, like, um, if, I understand that we, there's these audio files, right? If, but, like, we, they um, could just not do this. Like, they could, they, they could just say, maybe let's not. And um, the, the ticking clock is that they more or less have to do it now while they still have the element of surprise. If they stop it, then that would, they would effectively require a ground invasion that would cost you know, tens of thousands of, of soldiers. Yeah, um, this really fucks me off, right? Because America does not need a surprise attack. America is, is big enough and ugly enough to fight its own fucking battles. And America can damn well wait for the intelligence. Well, then again, we don't actually know what three countries they are. Those three countries could have been Iran, Iran, and then a third Iran. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think the US would maybe struggle with one Iran, to be fair. But generally, it's not going to be Iran, though, is it? Like, well, who's it, to say? It's like... It just like the, the the idea that America just can't wait five fucking minutes to find out whether these countries actually did it when there is a very promising lead to suggest that they haven't. Well, uh, it really we, fucks me off. Well, if we um, um go on to the the political part of this episode, is that um, Palmer's cabinet they have convened and they effectively have 
kind of a, a little trial amongst themselves. Um, and they call it the trial of David Palmer, or at least Palmer does. Yes. Well, um, these last four episodes were actually titled uh, 24, The Final Truth. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, well, the vice president has said, if the vote fails, the vice president will step down. And if David, and obviously if the um, vote succeeds, then David Palmer will be temporarily um, relieved of duty which makes it kind of like halfway a courtroom drama and halfway a Yu-Gi-Oh duel where the loser goes to the shadow realm. Mm. Uh, and he, I've just realized we've been so lax in this podcast that we left the, um, we left the window well, open, you, so I'm going to go close If that. you get the window, I'll keep talking because mm. I enjoy the sound of my own voice. I'll, I'll just keep talking from the other side of the room as I well, go. Well, um, Palmer, he, uh, the 25th Amendment specifically is about... Um, incapacitation or disability, or that's how it's normally interpreted. Um, there's technically no wording to do with that. So Palmer, he begins his defense by saying, like, do I sound, uh, do I look disabled? Do I sound disabled? And so he, he, exhibit A in his defense is his booming baritone voice, which, to be fair, is a pretty fucking primo bit of evidence. I think you could, I think disabled people can have a voice like that. Oh, yeah, but if... I mean, he, he doesn't... I, th- I think the US senators involved are so fantastically dumb that well, they probably uh, believe that... Uh, members of the cabinet aren't senators. Or whatever the fuck they are. The, the members of the Wanker Commission. The, like, the Wanker uh, War the, Commission. The Paw Patrol. Mm. Yeah, no, we'll call, I'm calling them that now. Yeah, so... Um, they... Um, well, first they call... kind of the, vi- the vice president calls as a witness... Um, this Glenn Greenwald-looking motherfucker, the um, the journalist from earlier, and he says, "I was, he said, I was, you know, held captive for hours." And then the president is like, "Yeah, but was it kind of reasonable?" And he's like, "Ma," he's like, "My rights were like, it's it's up to me whether you whether I exercise my First Amendment right." And I was like, "Does America not have like the thing that we have here?" where if there's some information that is so vital to national security that it not be re- not be reported that there is a, a vehicle for saying yes you can report it but not for 48 hours like, I, I believe it's 48 hours i think it's called a d notice like that there is absolutely no way in hell that america doesn't have an equivalent of a d notice well, like, i'm googling what i'm googling it to make sure well you can just that's the official secrets act or whatever their equivalent is, I presume. Yeah, like uh, D-notice meaning. Okay, a government notice issued to news editors requiring them not to publicise certain information for reasons of national security. Uh, well, either way, yeah, you. And then I'm checking the D-notice because the whole D-notice or the equivalent is a fairly reasonable point. That one kind of comes off as a draw. Um. But the vice president calls his second witness, who is Roger the NSA man, uh, who tells everyone about his time um, at the spa. Get it? <laughs> Sorry, I just typed USA into my um, uh, into my Google um, into my Google. I just typed USA into my phone um, to like check. I was trying to think like USA version of D-Notice. And what I got listed in my search suggestions was USA CTU. 
And then the second thing is USA poppers legal. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, they uh, they discuss the um, Roger's time in the spa, and uh, he and Palmer says, "Ah, but bring up the video of him saying, yes, I knew about the bomb in advance.'" And they do. And, he, and the and Roger, the NSA guy, says, yeah, but you, you'll say anything under torture. He's like, yeah, but you know, then play all of the very specific stuff that you said afterwards. And then they're like, well, we don't have that on the video. Oh, like, yeah. And Palmer does the thing where he doesn't understand that you can play dirty in politics, where he's like, what the hell? Like, you can't... You can't... Uh... Yeah, Palmer always, is always stunned that someone else is not being as bravely honourable as he is. And so his, his first reaction is to sort of stammer and as if to go like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you done. I'm, gonna, I'm going to tell on you. Yeah, here we go. I've just found a fucking report. National security in the press, the government's ability to prosecute journalists for the possession or publication of national security information. You can't publicise information that threatens national security. It might be because they weren't technically confirming it that it would. Either way, it's a. Um, it's it, it's a. Little... Wait, wait one goddamn fucking second! This is why Chelsea Manning went to prison. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait! Of course, there's a fucking way that they could stop this guy. Like the idea that, like, oh, we just kept him in a room and played bully with him so they didn't tell anyone. That's just such horseshit. This this whole thing. Like, one of the major bits of evidence is that he imprisoned a journalist yeah, for a bit, but yeah. he didn't need to do that. Yeah, we, we were like, and also, like, even if he did, that would just be a thing that's okay to yeah, America. We, we were about 10 years away from TV writers and TV audiences knowing enough about this stuff. Yeah, like, because the, because the, um, like the Manning affair hadn't really happened yet. So, like, fuck, in hindsight, that is so stupid. And I was too tired to notice it last night. But, um, well, anyhow, so the, the trial kind of continues. They take a bit of a recess, and Palmer gets on the phone to Jack. And uh, Jack says that you know, people have actually been secretly trying to make this happen all along. You know, they, they wanted an atomic bomb to go off in Los Angeles to provoke the United States into invading the Middle East. Um, and Palmer says, why? And he says, because they have... Oh. Yeah, yeah, and Palmer says, why? And Jack says, well, because they've got oil holdings in the Middle East, and then they would make an absolute fortune. And then Palmer's like, okay, well, now you say it out loud, that actually... Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that makes an awful lot of sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, huh? so in retrospect... But also, wait, this happened... When, when, when was this series made? 2003? 2003. Huh. Yes, yeah, so... Huh. I think that might have been quite controversial at the time. Oh yeah, no, this is, this was a a timely and uh, this is a timely series that made in some salient points. Um, I am reminded Because we must have wait, so well, when was the invasion of Iraq? 2003. Ha. Huh. I am reminded of um the onion back in 2003 having the great uh the the round the two the two columns, the round table debate where one column was uh this invasion of a this invasion will destabilize an entire region and cause a global blowback that will um, uh, that will harm the United States position and its people for decades to come. Uh, and the opposing column, no, it won't. 
The invasion of Iraq was two thousand and yeah, two thousand and three. Yeah, it was, um, so but the yeah, first so season Mar- of Twenty Four came out in two thousand and two. No, two thousand and one to two thousand and two. Season two of Twenty Four came out in two thousand and three. Yeah. So when did they film? They it would have been made. Um, well, the invasion of Iraq started in I believe March of two thousand and three, but had been discussed for a period beforehand. I'm googling this. Because, okay, so season two, um, it was broadcast from October 29th, 2002 okay. to May 20th, 2003. So this, I think, would have been in... Right, what, when did the Iraq invasion start? Uh, March 2003. Right. So, so a few weeks after the invasion of Iraq officially began... That's when the this storyline would have begun. Right. So this must have been stupidly controversial then, because like the idea that it was for oil, I don't think I, I mean I was quite young when the invasion of Iraq happened, but I think that would have been That was a fair, that was a uh, at um, this time they were still trying to pretend it was about weapons of mass destruction. Well, yes, like um it was uh it it is a contra- it would be a controversial thing to say that a vested interest in oil would have you know, would have wanted wait it. wait did we even know that that was much of a thing like um i think some people were speculating right um it's it it wasn't as i mean it, i don't it, it think it wasn't it wasn't, ever... it wasn't as prevalent like now people you know make the joke of um like how the accident has it ever actually been proved that that was the reason? I don't think it has, right? No, um, but it, it's very obvious. However, well, the... there, there were there were a lot of there were a lot of reasons that made it very convenient to go to war, and that was one of them. Yeah, the, the thing is, it was far too profitable not to, um, and uh, the, the fact that Saddam Hussein was a cunt was actually fairly low down the list. Yeah. Um, but also, like, this, I've actually, the time period on this has maybe slightly fried my brain, um, because I assumed that this had been written and gone out long after the Iraq War. No, this was, the fact that this has happened in advance of the Iraq oh, no, War, um, for the filming of it. They, they, they write and produce as it goes on. Oh, they, what, excuse me? Yes, um... They quite often. Um, this explains why Nina was not supposed to be wearing a flak vest in season one until after, until it was convenient. But the, you mean they film an episode? Yeah, this is how, um, especially in uh, back then, because you saw that season one was two thousand and one to two thousand and two. Okay. And then season two is two thousand and two to two thousand and three. Okay. They don't write. They don't fil- create an entire season and then you know send it off. <laughs> what? Even even now they still even now. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Yes, they do. <laughs> well, I mean they don't they, they don't they don't complete an entire season, send it off, and then say, "Well, now we're done." They even even now uh, we're doing that. Um, we're doing that two seasons in advance. We're so much better than the writers of Twenty Four. No, no, I'm saying even now. Um, the um the last episodes of like I think um I think like the last episodes of Wonder Vision were being, they were still working on the um, on the visual effects when the first couple of episodes were going out. Okay, I can understand working on the visual effects. Working on the writing, 
Oh, no, but like the writing when you're kind of about halfway through, you already have all the sets. You already know broadly. No, 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 no. I refuse to believe that they that they film half the series and then go, yeah, yeah let's just write the rest now. There's no fucking way, Sam. I refuse to believe that that's what they did. You may, you may refuse to believe. You may keep, no way. keep your eyes closed. I will pull them open. <laughs> American TV writers are so fucking dumb, dude. Well, it's because they have such. It's because they have um, such a tight schedule. Like, you know how? No, no, they don't. You You write a series and then you take it to the producers. No, 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 Jesse. Jesse, the network, and then the network goes, "Yeah, we've liked what we've seen." Where are we? We're in Britain. We're a We're in Britain, where you write six to ten episodes and then you make them there you have six like it broadcasts for half a year and so if you so you've really got like it, it really makes like a lot of sense like you, oh is this because they take huge gaps for like seemingly impenetrable reasons oh no no i mean tw- i mean 24 episodes this thing is being oh, broadcast for half a year hell. Oh, so, you're right. So if you want to have it in for the next season, for like the next so slot, so you in only the... have to film twelve of them, and then you can, and then you, and then you have, you, know, you see the reception, and then you can write. Okay, and you have twelve more weeks. Oh Jesus, twelve weeks is not long enough to film uh, what I assume is a fairly largely budgeted program. You'd think. Well, oh, I, well fuck. anyhow, let's fucking hell. See and. You're... No wonder bits of this look so weird. Now, you're worried. You're worried, dear listeners. I heard you. That American uh... listeners are going, why is she hooting and hollering? Oh, no, no. I mean, dear, listen... like, dear, li- idea... dear, li- dear listeners are worried that us taking a break would mean that we'll be less tired and tipsy. Yeah, but the idea that... Like, as you can hear from The this... idea that they were filming this as it went along, and that's why it's quite so prescient, has actually broken me. Like... <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> well, um, okay. Well, let's 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 continue with this. So, um, the oh my god, the um the cabinet votes, and the twenty fifth amendment passes, and so Palmer is. They send Palmer to the naughty step, and the the vice president becomes the you know, the acting president for the time being, and he says, "Yeah, let's let's keep these uh." Let's get this attack plan back on. Uh, he he takes over Palmer in the uh, in the position of saying, "Let me be clear." Let me be clear. Uh, and then Agent Aaron, who um, we may have mentioned in season one, he's Palmer's like secret service agent. He's the hog that says, "Gun, gun." Yes, he's he he kind of has a he, he has a face that looks kind of like a potato. Agent Hog. He turns out to not be so much of a hog. Oh no, I. Um, he he turns up in you know in later seasons. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of of Agent Aaron Pierce to the point that I know his full name. Oh, I love the idea that he's going to come back. Yeah, he, he's just kind of a he, he's just sort of a lovable schlub. Mm. He's he's mm. um he's just a he's like if the Secret Service had a dog. Mm. But he ends up um, so he then gets a phone for Paul. I'm going to start calling him Warden. Warden. Hmm. Because there's uh, a Rainbow Six Siege character called fuck, Warden who's okay. from the Secret Service. I am shocked. Mm. Shocked that this turned out to be a Rainbow Six reference. Mm. 
See, uh, there, there might be a subset of listeners who are very confused about why I am making references to Agent uh, to uh, Rainbow Six a lot. Oh yeah, th- oh yeah, th- those will be those, the um, those will be all of the the followers that came in through me, or both of them, including my mum. Oh yeah, your mum rang earlier, and you went. What I'm doing now, mum, is podcasts. Yes, I'm making podcasts. Oh, do you want to go on your um your tangent about your sister? Uh, I no, I think that'll be in. We can include that in the wrap ups. Right. Okay. Um. But yeah. Um. What? Uh. So there's some people that might have come into this through my Twitter, my big Twitter account, where I do um things that I'm not willing to say loudly in case Apple are listening. Um. Where we will possibly want to put this podcast. However, those of you who know, that's me tapping my nose. Um. Uh, yeah, um, so one of the other things that about me that you might not know, uh, listeners, is uh, you do a I'm lot a fairly, of I'm a fairly large... No, no, I'm not. That's nonsense. I'm a, I, I am a known commodity to, uh, to the Rainbow Six Siege community. You're, you may, not be, the, you, you may I, not be large, but you are definitely vocal. I, I play the game and I have opinions about the game. Um, and I... I, I sometimes talk to the developers about the opinions of those game of, of the of the game um and uh so i'm i'm a i'm a i'm a rainbow six siege head and known for it uh yeah so that's why i might i might uh i might occasionally make i might occasionally call a man with a shield montagna or whatever because that's that's what i'm just well, going to do that by the way so warden gets a phone for palmer mm. And Palmer does whatever he does whenever he has a phone, which is he talks to his best friend in the entire world, Jack Bauer. Mm. And Jack Bauer is like, oh, you are not going to believe this. And he says, what am I not going to believe? And he says, guess who's here? And he says, um, is it Al Yankovic? And he's like, no, 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 it's not weird. Al. And he's like, he goes through a long list. Fuck. It turns out and then Jack's like, okay, I'm going to tell you it's your fucking wife. Your, oh, fuck, you, I your, hate my wife. Your ex-wife who's still... Uses the last name Palmer for and clout. And still calls herself, calls him her husband. Yeah. Even though they're divorced, presumably, at this stage? Um, yeah, she became a husband woman. Well, actually, not really. Because... Oh, she did! She did! Well, it turns out that Sherry plotted with um, Kingsley the oil man uh, because she wanted to try and bring down... She wanted a milkshake. Yeah, she... Yes. I drink... Your milkshake. She wanted so many milkshakes. Uh, I drink it up. Uh, <laughs> um, there will be power coming soon. Uh, <laughs> there will be power. Um, oh no! Please, no more. Um, no more power. Yeah. So she wanted to bring that down, uh, David, and then felt very bad about it, but not bad enough to stop. Uh, and so she she's here at the hacker's house effectively to try and um, to get evidence that will incriminate Kingsley now that everything has gone wrong so that she can get immunity for herself. Mm. Uh, but the best thing is the hacker is just hanging out. And he's, um, uh, he's you know, a little bit socially inept. And you've just got Jack and Sherry repeatedly lying to him that if he helps them, he's going to be fine while they've just made, a, like, while they've just made a deal to hang him out to dry. It, it is a bit like um, what it speaks to for me is uh, 
parents getting a divorce, which is quite good given that it's Sherry. Yeah. But like, uh, they're like, no, no, it's fine. We still love each other. No, no, you know, everything's going to be the same kind of thing. It, You're it's not, very like... You won't go to prison if you help us. Yeah. Like, you don't have to live with your dad. You don't they, have to go home, but you can't stay here. They, they, exchange like, meaning, <laughs> yeah, they exchange meaningful looks as they try and like non-verbally coordinate lies to this man. I think this is the most tipsy I've ever been on the podcast, which given that the podcast has taken place over three days... Um, doesn't feel like to the listener that might sound like not a big claim. Well, I However, think... I think what we were experiencing at this stage is is a huge amount of time dilation because to us this feels like we've been recording this for Ever. Li- Ever. like, like for, a month. For like it, 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 like we because of the format of this podcast, I have gone fully. I think I might need to be committed, um, but also like. The idea of me drinking vodka whilst recording this podcast is so ridiculous to me because I have like a little bit now and then to make me angry at Jack Bauer. I don't sit and like drink enough to actually get tipsy. Well, I, I because I, that would be suicide. I like, had, I, I did end up like uh, I had, I had, I had I'm already ca- having a bad time. I had to catch up during the second half, um, but I did end up uh, having one shot of vodka for every damn it. To make up for this lost... is the chaos times for me, what? where I'm sat here as a gentleman of leisure in one of Sam's shirts because all of my stuff is in the wash. It's the Hawaiian shirt from yesterday, in case, uh, if anyone remembers me mentioning it. Um, I'm sat here in that and a pair of jeans, and like I'm not. There's n- it's just open. Like I'm fully in like gentleman of leisure mode, uh, and the humidity is. High. Oh God, no! That I think might have been part. That, I, that was why we fell asleep. Well, that was why yeah, you, part you, of you, why we couldn't. Continue. That was why you fell asleep. I I don't sleep. I merely wait. Mm. I wait for Jack Bauer. <laughs> uh, well, so anyhow, at CTU, Chappelle, he says now very explicitly, "I don't want anyone to waste time trying to see if this thing's a hoax." And it's so everyone because CTU is predominantly motivated out of spite. They decide to, of course, do that. CTU were not even doing... The idea that CTU would not aid Jack Bauer in his rampage, frankly, goes a, like it goes below their remit. Because they are, as we know, a vehicle for making Jack Bauer do rampages. So this is either a very clever move by CTU, by... by um, Chappelle? Dave Chappelle, who wants to stop them... Oh, fuck! You know what this is? This is a clever move because I was going to say that this is either a clever move to like make him do more rampages, or it's like um, a plot hole because oh, I it's can, a plot I, I, hole that they would be aiding the war because like that is not what CTU does. I, I have also come up with uh, an explanation for this. Okay, so here's here's my explanation. It may be the same. Fuck off, Siri. It may be um, the same. I think. That they are, Chappelle has realized that the most effective course of action to make Jack Bauer do a rampage is to say, is to take over the George Mason role of trying to get in his way it's, and not help him. It, yeah, it's to make Jack think that he has to go rogue. Yeah, that's that's it, isn't it? And but also, 
because he might need a little bit of help from CTU. That means he needs to make other people go rogue. So he just has to present himself as someone like, like Tony has undiagnosed like oppositional defiant disorder, I have decided. Like, I don't spend this much time in an armchair not to psychologize him. Oh, Sam. But well, how does tell me, how does Tony um dis, uh, defy Chappelle? He I don't remember. Well <laughs> Oh no, doesn't he just keep making Jack do No, he, he keeps Tony goes, Oh yeah, um he he gets Michelle to say uh, to get um, Chappelle to meet him in a in a holding room, and when he goes in the holding room, Chappelle is like, "Hey, what gives?" Like, if you've seen Goodfellas, you know when um, like spoiler fucking one in for Goodfellas. Oh fuck yeah, no, I remember now. Yeah, like when 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 Joe Pesci <laughs> thinks he's being a made man, and so he, he then goes in that room, and then rather than there being like all of the elders, it's an empty room filled with plastic, and he goes like, "Ah!" Like Chappelle like walks in, and is like, "Hey, what gives?" And then Tony, well, he Tony chloroforms him. And then just injects him with knockout drug, uh, which we've... Um, we, we started calling it hitting him over the head with a frying pan. From this point out, we will refer to that procedure as hitting him on the head with a frying pan. Later on, Michelle says, oh, he's starting to stir. And he says, yes, <laughs> this was only a short-term frying pan. I'll go in and hit him with another frying pan. There's <laughs> a point where he makes him... We were joking that he was making him sit back up and then knocking him back over there with the frying pan. And I, I seem to remember at one point I said something about, like, oh, he's he seems to be waking up a lot more frequently. Because he's resist, He's becoming <laughs> resistant to frying pan. I said he's been hitting himself over the head with a spoon for most of his childhood to sort of get resistant yeah. to frying pans. <laughs> <laughs> So, ah, fuck! Oh, I have I have reached chaos hours, Sam. Well, um, either way, so you know how I was saying that Jack and Sherry, they uh, like Mrs. Palmer, they are being very obvious about how they're totally going to screw over the hacker. The hacker, yes. the hacker realizes he's like, oh fuck, mum and dad are getting a divorce, uh, and so he he stabs Sherry and then legs it through what I which is it's a very weird reaction to something, yeah. uh, and he then escapes into what I have down as his Shawshank hole. <laughs> now, America- he pulls a poster off the wall and is like, he does a mulch diggums. Yes, um, that American... He like um, unzips the back of his trousers, and just, uh, unhinges his jaw. And just shits his way to freedom. Um, Artemis Fowl, good books. I, I think you might have modelled yourself on Artemis Fowl slightly. No, because I'm... No, I, I know you've modelled yourself no. on James Bond because you're a dick. Yes, but, but no, I was about to say I haven't modelled myself on Artemis Fowl, and then I was about to say deeply offensive things about the Irish, but then I realised I'm not in the presence of my Irish housemate who pretty much only... Well, my, my former housemate who really... I ag- think he'd be on board with that. Oh, no, no. He having ag- met him. Oh, no, he aggressively encourages it. Oh, yeah, no, that's the thing. Yeah, yes. no, we're... Um, he he and I have a have an ongoing level of we we have to have like at least a a, a minor amount of racial hatred going I on. I remember that we had um, a conversation about how in the shower he will he he will listen to the Evangelion theme and, and then, then come out on, you black and tans come out you black and tans which rules yeah so I'm not that's fairly common you'd hear um, coming from here upstairs echoing down it's just like. And then following it up with, "Come you black and tans, come on and take me like an is." We can't stop singing. Come on, we we can't begin singing. Come out, you black and tans, because I've had some alcohol. 
And then you won't stop. And then I will I will do that. Well, anyhow, so uh, you know how American flats, they have fire escapes? Oh, yeah. I was saying that this is just what they're like. Yeah, they have like, yeah. They have like haunted house. Um, I saw a TikTok recently that... Shameful to admit, but go on. Okay. I saw a TikTok recently where there was a woman who had a breeze coming from behind her mirror. And when she moved the mirror to one side... This is the movie Candyman. She found a mirror version of her flat in the walls. That's the movie Candyman. Yeah, okay. But it's real. That's just what happens in America. Yeah, yeah, no, she, that, that, is, that, like, that is a plot point in the movie yeah, Candyman yeah, yeah. that but, I thought was made up. No, it, apparently... It turns out, well, the, sub, apparently, the, the, sub, the subtext of Candyman as a movie is that the entirety of America is haunted... Okay, yeah, so she disconnects the mirror and, like, finds on the other side a... Oh, you did that into the microphone so the listeners could hear. Um, oh, um, that she found on the other side of her, her mirror, like, a version of the flat that was still sort of in development and had never finished being developed. And I was like, what's the problem? She was like, I'm going to call my landlord tomorrow and, like, talk this through. You, and you, I was like, what's the fucking problem? You, you have double the space. Yeah, you, found it. You, 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 are, you have two flats. Yeah, you're renting one flat and you've just discovered you've got a buy one, get one free deal. Mad. Why are you so mad? Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, no, it, essentially, basically, the, the hacker escapes into the walls where he finds another flat, but he doesn't. It's just he well, finds... He, he finds the roof. Yeah. Um. No, he oh, he's no, running but, down but, a little but, but, corridor but, but first, whilst he's March Diggumsing and like and smashing out all the bulbs. Yeah, so, so first, that Jack can't follow it. First, there is this brief moment where you think there's going to be like a, a great dilemma, where um, Sherry is you know, she's been stabbed. She's holding her stomach. Wait, um, this is I think, oh fuck yes, I forgot about this. This, this is wait, I think this is the moment where we've proven why party people is in the uh, is in the podcast. Mm. Because um, no, this is this is fully chaos. It's, art. It, it, it's I'm having a wonderful time it, for once because we're in Manchester and I'm into Joy Division. Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, Sherry just says, "Oh, help me!" Yeah, I've been stabbed, and then you have a, a like, <laughs> you have a one second. <laughs> I thought it was going to cut here yeah, have, and go to the next episode. You have one. Ex- you have one second where Jack is, the, is looking like at her, and then at the hole the guys escaped into, and he's like, "Oh no, what oh, do I tension. take?" And it takes under one second before he just runs into that. Yeah, hole. he just looks at her like as if you thought I was going to pick you, and just leaves. And like I thought that this was going to be like you said it was like the sixties Doctor Who episodes where they have like the. Um, yeah, the cliffhanger yeah. that is resolved within fifteen seconds of the next episode. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was going to be that because it's coming up on the it's it's on the hour, right? We're getting close. Yeah, it's top of the hour. It's time for some tension, and like, but no, it's not. They just go. It, Jack just goes right. Time to get in a hole, and that's the end of the episode. Uh, however, that episode does also have. I, I will, will, oh fuck no! Right, I need to address this now. Yes, please. We um we decide we haven't spoken about this oh, enough on the podcast. No, no, I think um we're getting. I think we're going to get to that. I think if you're talking about um the chronology of the life of a bower, yeah, the the, the real time strategy for killing a oh, bower. No, no, it, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, okay. Because whatever what else happens this episode is Kim. 
Kim, 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 Kim. Um, I said there'd been no Kim, but by God, what little Kim we got so, was so outstanding. Kim is driven back. Is, a cop drives Kim back to like the Matheson house where she was being a nanny. You where, know, where Gary, bad dad lives. Um, yes, and she's collecting her stuff. And then bad dad appears. Extremely, would you like to know an extremely fun fact? I would, I would, I would, please. Uh, bad dad is played by Billy Burke. In this episode, in the credits, he is listed as Billy Girk in what is the most honk-town, clown-around, just... Anyway, <laughs> that's just... It, 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 it's painful. I, I would... I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. Because that's, because that's the like, comedy thing. You replace someone's it's, name it's with either a B... the B key is above the G key. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, just below the G key. Yeah, you, so you, you can fuck that up, but it's just very fun to me that... Yeah, it's like if you can't remember, if, if you want to pretend like you're getting someone's name wrong, you replace it with either a B or it's like, yeah. oh god, what's her name? Well, it was like a Bonica, like Bonica Gowinski. Yeah. Like, and then they've done that. Well, and so Bad Dad is there getting his, uh, getting his gun and his, his secret Coke stash. Out of the lamp. He gets, the, he gets his Coke out of the lamp. Uh, my notes do say, still entirely unrelated to the nuke. Yeah, no, this guy... This guy has some problems. Um, I'm not really sure what the problems are because I assumed. So after season one, where Kim is abducted and just seems to be having a bad day. And like we thought, and I was like, why do I care? There was a part of me that was going now, hang on a second in season one, where she seemed to be having a bad day for seemingly no reason. Yeah. yeah this was all connected. No, it was all connected to, the reason that I should care. Yeah, they, they, but were, they were doing no, it to blackmail. Yeah. I, I thought Gary was going to come out as like one of the co-conspirators. Yeah, I've, I've been stressing so much that sometimes bad things just happen to Kim that are unrelated to anything else that's going on. I think it has sort of... I think we've been robbed because you told me early on that this was nothing to do with the the new no no i think we've been slightly robbed of me screaming whilst i realized that all of this has been entirely unconnected to the new no i think you we there were there were two options that could, that i could have because made. i think i think i know I, how I, my I, brain I, works I, ha I had a jack bauer dilemma i could have either let you have a low level of screaming throughout as you realized that it as you were saying this none of this is connected or I could have let you have one big scream at the end where you went, wait, so G.W. Pepper was unrelated? Gary the Bad Dad was unrelated? Yeah, I think... I, I think the yeah, Mountain maybe, Lion wasn't in on it? Maybe Kim's storyline being completely unconnected has ruled for me because, because I knew it was completely unconnected. Because, like, otherwise, like, I would have had to be entirely silent as you were here speculating about how, you know, uh, Lonnie the survivalist factors yeah, into things. Maybe Lonnie is involved. Yeah. Like, maybe he's not just, oh shit, I just kicked the table where uh, all of the recording equipment is on. Fuck, we've really entered the chaos arc. Well, yeah, but you, you have. I'm extremely drunk, but the, that's really where I, I hit my forte. Mm, maybe, hang on. Can we, is this TOS for like some podcasting services? We are of a normal, okay to broadcast level of inebriation. We're at, um, I, I can talk. We're on Minecraft mm. in the past. I'm just echoing what We're you're... in 2003. Yes, I'm... You can't get us 
from 2003. Yeah, I'm, I'm merely echoing what you said before, because I'm going to assume you know how to avoid getting um, crime dat. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried that some of the episodes in this season, I got so angry that I'm going to have to bleep things, because... I have had to seek legal advice <laughs> about whether I have done libel or slander to certain U.S. political figures. It's, a, it's only li- um, it's only libel if we include closed captioning. Well, it's also slander, and technically, I don't really know. We'll see. What? We'll see. If you're hearing this, and I've said some things, and I am now in jail in yeah, well, in like twelve weeks in the future. Well, if you heard, if there was an episode earlier where Jesse was getting a little bit full of the vinegar. And then um, you just heard hold music. Or if you've heard a lot of comedy bleeping. I think comedy hold Please music. don't read anything into that. I didn't say anything about, <laughs> about how Obama loves to do drone strikes. We're already getting our money's worth from that comedy hold music, aren't we? Mm. Uh, well, so anyway, Bad Dad. Kim looks out of the window and uh, she sees the cop that brought her in. She's like, oh, hello, cop. And then the cop doesn't wave back because he's been shot in the fucking face. Because bad dad. Now, we've, at this point, um, uh, bad wedding dad, Bob, the bad wedding dad. Mm. He, Fuck, I forgot no, about Bob. No, no, he wasn't doing a terrorism. His CIA contracting stuff was basically... I uh, feel no, like no, being no, part of the CIA oh, no, is but, doing no, a terrorism, no, that, arguably. It was unrelated to the main terrorism. Mm. Uh, he, he, had, he, he was an, a not great dad. He did have bad dad moments, you know, like getting a... Yeah, hiring yeah. a PI to investigate your fiancé, yeah. I think it qualifies you as a bad dad. But Gary... Coming in strong. I think I think we're gonna have a debate about the bad dad side of things. No, I, I think but I think we'll yeah, see. I think we're Gar- gonna have to do the award ceremony at the end no, of this no. podcast, I think. Yeah, I think for me this is uh, in this block, that's when we kind of find out that Bob wasn't related to any of the, the big crimes. And Gary just well, he turns up again and uh, when he finds out that Kim is in the house, mm. he starts Doing that thing where you know um, you've seen this before. You've you've watched television uh, where someone is walking around with a gun, ready to murder someone, and they go, "I just want to talk." Yeah, and he's got that exact body language. And so I, I was there just saying, "Say I say I want to talk. Say I want to talk. Say I want to talk." Uh, and instead, um, he goes into the room where he thinks Kim is hiding, and he goes, "You know, this is all your fault." And I'm like, "Yes." Oh. You're not trying to be reasonable. You are just telling her that your that your wife you murdered your wife because of her. And then he sees that Kim, oh the the little uh, bobbly bit where you pull down the ladder to an attic. No, I've never been a ha- in a house where that was a thing. I didn't know what that was. Oh yeah, you. Um... I had no idea what the fuck. I thought he was looking at like the thing that you pull to turn a light on. No, it, um, you pull that. You have a little um, string with a ball on it, and you pull that ball, and then that brings down That's the trap door. That's what that was about. I had no fucking idea. I was like watching this going, what? Because he, he can see that it's still swinging around, which means that somebody recently closed the okay. door. Okay. So he pulls that down, and as he starts to kind of climb up the ladder, 
still with the same, I want to talk body language, but still just saying, now, Kim, I'm going to like shoot you in your head. You will then um, exsanguinate, you will die, your brain function will cease. And she then just clonks him on the head. He falls down, whoomph, hits the ground hard. Kim is now in a great position. How does she then use that position? She falls through the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Kim has been wearing lead trousers yeah. the entire time. Yeah, Kim, she heard that there was a nuke, so when she got home, swapped her clothes. But... She's, she's obviously stepped on, like, a bit of the foam stuff that is in attics. No, no, what, you know what she stepped on? She, ste- she stepped on that one power-up from Super Smash Brothers where you become made of metal. Oh, God, she has. I, I love this. This shot was so funny because it was like, how can we do more ridiculous things to Kim? The guy falls down down the ladder, lands on the ground, and then just part of the ceiling explodes as Kim falls through it and then brings herself on the back of Bad Dad's shoulder blades. It was so funny. Like, like I That was the one bit last night. At this point, shortly after this was when I couldn't go on. But like... Kim falling onto Gary Bad Dad through a ceiling was just... It's only preceded by what comes immediately after. Where she then calls Jack. Mm. And she's like, Jack, I had a bit of a... I've had a, I'm having a no good Dad, day. Dad, I've fallen through a ceiling onto a murderer. Jack, I've pierced my foot on a spike. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he says, "Okay, well, what's what's going on?" She's like, "What if what if I killed him? He's passed out." And he's like, well, "Okay, get the gun." And then he you starts. You know what you need to do to deal no, with bad dads. Then the guy starts moving. And mm. She's like, "Oh, Jack, he's moving." He's Kim has retreated like into the back of a. Um, she's it, in a walk-in closet. Yeah, so you know the end, of, like the last two minutes of Halloween. No. Well, why the fuck? This is another theme that we're gathering in this podcast where you will make reference to something that everybody has seen and I have not seen it. Uh, it, It's because I go and see films with my friends and you don't have friends. I don't have friends. That's what it is, yeah. You you don't have friends. You merely have friends of the pod. I do. Uh, Well, as long as we have an endurance thing, I guess at some point I'll I'll see every single Halloween in order. We'll see. Mm. My, my dad has a cameo in a Halloween 3 season of you The Witch. You have a cameo in something that in, I would in, like to in, forward for a bonus episode just because I think it would be funny. Gangsters, Guns and Zombies? Yes. Yeah, I... Um, I think that would be extremely funny. I played a zombie in Gangsters, Guns and Zombies, uh, a film with a letterboxed rating that... Is uh, not good. Uh, yes, no, that's actually the words. It's, the, it's like the Anthony Fantano scale. It's not good. But anyhow, so bad dad, he starts to get up, and Jack is like, "You need to shoot him." And Kim is like, "I don't." And Kim is like, "I can't." And Jack says, "I can't." That's my heavy attack. Yes, yes. I point the gun at people, and I don't pull the trigger. Yeah, they then take it from me. I, I can, I can fire the gun around them, just not at them. Yes, and uh, Jack then says, "Okay, just point it at his chest and pull the trigger." And, and at which point, Kim. Very impressive. She has her Pokemon evolution phase, oh, no, no, but Kim... and then she learns a new attack. Now, Kim doesn't say, "Well, you know, I can't." It's like we're going to point the point the the muzzle at his chest and pull the trigger, and she doesn't then say, "No, no, no, I, di- I don't mean I didn't know how." 
Uh, I know I know how a gun works. I've I've seen you. All you have to do is repeatedly cock it over and over and over, and then start. yeah, I have to pull the hammer back and then decock the hammer and then pull the pull the hammer back and then fire it. Yes, that's how yeah. guns work. And so bad dad then he's like, oh you bitch, and so she she shoots him and then starts yeah. wailing. We got another- she's learned a new attack, but then. She's actually learned yeah. an incredible new attack. But what is the, the Kim Bauer rampage? What is the best way of learning? Repetition. So she shoots him again. No, 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 no. Jack says, I need you to shoot him again. <laughs> Just for fun. Just because I think it would be funny. Yeah, uh, Jack Bauer, he... Just because, Kim, I need you to wake Jesse up at this stage. Go for the double tap. I think it will be. It will make Jesse hoot and fucking holler if you. If I say I need you to shoot him again. Um, now, this so is, she does. Now this is where. And, and let me tell you, listener, it's wonderful. I was hooting and hollering. Um, yes, there was hooting. There was hollering, and I guess I, I, would we go so far as to say there was a, a semblance of a honk? God no, no, I was. I lost it at this stage. Well, it was so funny. Well, this is where we also so within the past minute we have had Kim fall through a ceiling because her pockets are filled with gold bars. <laughs> we, um, she had... was wearing a lead apron. She fell through a ceiling of an attic onto Bad Dad. Yeah, yeah we've had Kim empty her pockets of everything except After for a singularity. Everything else that has happened to her today. Yeah. she falls through a ceiling onto a guy. Like, Calls her dad. They're being shoots a man. They're being and a, then shoots him again. A, a, ter- a terrorist plot that is making the government go all fucky has nothing to do with the poor structural integrity of Bad Dad's house. I nearly spat drink all over your laptop. Then, well, holy fuck! Well, um, we did now. With this, I think the proper. This is where we properly noted that it was of extremely high risk high reward strategy for bad dad to go into the house at 10 <laughs> no, no, right. We need to discuss this because the way you kill a Bauer is not... Well, so the way that you win versus a Bauer is that you do it... Well, you find the most interesting thing that has happened and you try and work out you when it... You can't do you, things you, on the hour yeah, you, you, unless it's to ratchet the tension up. Yeah, so if you want to... Uh, if you want to incapacitate a bower, you do it like you, you ambush them with two minutes to go. Like with, uh, with uh, not like... even. I feel like the way that you win versus because oh, no, Jack no, no, Bauer oh, no. needs to wrap oh, no. up the tension. Oh, no. no, that's simply to incapacitate a bower. Mm. To incapacitate a bower, you do it with two minutes to go on a given hour. Mm. However, that means that you know you've you're now you've now got a captive bower. That's you've only raised. His yeah, blood you pressure. now have half an hour until Jack turns uh, up. I think. Um, well, I'm not saying and that, kills you. Yeah, I'm not saying that his blood pressure keeps increasing, um, but in season three, he does get that thing where you know, like a horned lizard, he can just shoot blood from his eyes when he's angry. Oh fuck! Yeah, he just no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no spoilers. Um, the best thing I could tell you like three different things about season three. Don't tell me anything. No, I, I could. Ooh. Oh, we're getting we're getting a long pod this time, and I think I'm just going to commit to a long pod. Yeah, because you only had half an hour last time. Uh, yeah, you're getting you're we're making up the time difference. At the end of the episode, um, at the end of the episode, I will tell you three things about season three, only one of which is correct. 
Oh fuck! And you are. Oh no! This scares me more than anything. It is. It is like because wh- we have twelve weeks. It is like when I um until we record season three. It is like unless we just do the ADHD yeah. thing where we've done this week where we just do season three and four simultaneously. Well, in in twelve hours' time, I am starting my new job at a hospital. Oh fuck! Yeah, no, that's the thing we need to say. Yes, so well, you probably should stop drinking. A phrase I've heard so many times before. We should before. say that Sam is not in a medical capacity in this new hospital, listener. Don't worry. He he is merely like a, like a man who screws I'm, the beds together. No, no, I, I'm, I'm an electronics roadie. Okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. He's like a hospital roadie. It's fine. Whereas like, oh, fuck, you'll start to be able to be even more relatable to me because we both worked in hospitals. Yeah. In, in, in a, Except I saved people's lives, whereas you saved computers' lives. N- no, I have to get a couple of promotions before I can work on the computers. I have to, <laughs> I have to get a pro- After I get training, I can work on the thermometers. Oh, sweetheart. Until then, I'm going to be just simply wiping the poo off them. This is... I, I was doing that for patients. Yeah, now... so I was like band, yeah. band two. Folks, if you're doing, oh no, yeah, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm on band two, but that's because they've discontinued band one. I was on, I was, I wasn't, I was a student, student, yet student nurse. So uh, I got, I was technically banned in another dimension. So yet doing work far more stressful for you to comprehend. Uh, but yes, yeah, so um, when we do season three, it will be extremely inadvisable because someone who is ostensibly in a caregiving capacity no, to, you're not. to a thermometer, <laughs> to a thermometer, I'm just doing this so that in 15 years time, I can be the guy that invents, you know, the, the bionic thing mm. that, that makes me finally able to emulate Jack Bauer. I want to be able to like get whatever implant it is that lets you just die and come back to life when when you're feeling particularly tired. But anyhow, so to incapacitate a bower, you fuck him up. Yeah, you fuck him up at at, at time fifty-eight. Yeah, I'm so so sorry. We have gone so far off piece. To kill a bower, you find the most interesting thing that's happened recently. No, you have to to kill a bower. You have to do it. In the last episode oh, no, of the season. No, but that, this is how you have to work it out. You find the most interesting thing that has happened recently. You try and work out roughly when it began, and then you add 23 hours and 58 minutes to that. Yeah. No, you can't do it at, like, with two episodes left. If shit's only been interesting for 12 hours, then you hold off. You wait until... Yeah, the- no, no. You have to do it at the top of the day. Like, you, you, you go to your bed in Minecraft and you have a little snooze because otherwise you're going to be the Act 1 villain. Yeah. No, you can't be Vass. You have to be... Whatever the South African guy that cuts your finger off in Fuck, Far Cry 3. I'm looking this up. What is he called? Uh, because we need a... Hoyt. Hoyt. Are you sure? Mm. I genuinely don't remember. Far Cry 3 is actually a pretty good game. You should play it again. So, so this is a thing I'm going to continue... I, I suspect I will be talking about on every season of 24. Uh, it yes, as twenty four continues, uh, please tell me it's not. Well, but yeah. so far, a pattern I am very much noticing is the Far Cry three twenty four syndrome. Yes, um, well, to to explain this, in Far Cry three, 
you have um I the, think we've you, spoken about this before. Yeah, yeah, well, you, we were well, so tired but, but that it hasn't registered. Oh yes, but to explain it fully. Uh, Far Cry 3 has the fantastic villain of Vas Montenegro, who is a, a mohawked pirate who um is really just he he finds being a pirate fun. Yeah. And he's, he's a great villain. Yeah, and he's he's played by um what's his face? The guy that plays Nacho in Better Call Saul. No. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy that plays um He's he's in Spider Man Homecoming. I think. Oh, that, sick! Yeah, he's, he's the guy that if they do the Scorpion, he's going to be the Scorpion. Oh, Pog! Yeah. Um, and he's really interesting and very fun, and uh, dies at about the two third mark, and then his boss is the villain. Mm. That's kind of what happened. Except with twenty four, his boss is very boring, and nobody cares from yes. that point on. Um, Despite them introducing like wingsuits and like other such fun weapons that you're allowed, the game is very boring from that point on because yeah, you don't care about the stakes. Because he's a rich guy who you know just likes to do mercenary stuff. Yeah, as this about, is exactly as, what twenty four keeps yeah, doing, as opposed to Vast Montenegro, who is a. A, you have a, Ira, a, a, a in charismatic, one. bonkers man who has very, very strange "don't email my sister" energy. Mm. Um, you have Ira in season one, who's like, "Hey, I'm watching you, Jack. Here is an interesting plot line yeah, the fact in a he, in a very poorly edited series that drives Jesse up the wall." The fact um, that he's kind of grimy, yeah, and like he's kind of cool, even though his terrorist plot makes no sense. Um, he is still a hateable villain, and then he's killed by a baking tray and like murder, murder. Well, he, he's killed by a he, Groucho Marx, yeah, he, and and by um, with, an, and with then, an assist, with an assist from Jack's. Um, yeah, Jack takes seventy-five points for an assist. That's another Rainbow well, Six no, but, reference. No, but is, um, is it an assist from Jack's light or heavy attack? Which one did we decide it was? Um, I think it was the light attack. Oh, because there's the, no the, car nearby. The heavy attack is the automobile. Mm. Um. And uh, and then in season two, we have the nuclear bomb. Saeed Ali, glorious he, is a... Um, is he's, he's charismatic. He's a real cunt. Gotta love a cunt. He's a good villain, but also a caricature. And also, I feel quite guilty that we were calling him Scar, given how racist the entire... Well, no, no, because he does... Writer's room was to him the entire time. Now, however... He does very strongly resemble Scar. He has, much as Scar, the lion from The Lion King, has incredible anthropomorphized eyebrows and... Like, oh, he's just a fantastic like hairline. Like he's got a he's got a real like an. It's like a widow's peak, but like a widow maker's peak. Yeah, I love him. It and it is this exact same queer person who loves a Disney villain. God, oh, fucking Saeed Ali is going to turn me into a Disney gay. Oh, I thought you were going to say Saeed Ali was going to turn you into a list. <laughs> As the show went on. Um, and Jesse did start um, cursing the vice president in Arabic. I did. Something you need to know is this show... This is going to be a two-hour episode, isn't it? It is, yeah. This is the chaos episode. Um, well, at least we have a title for it. That's normally quite difficult to come up with. Um, this episode is going to be crazy because this is the one where we confess all of the like weird behind-the-scenes shit. 
Um, like I take my bra off about six to eight hours between uh, episodes in the season, not because my gender switches, but just because I'm uncomfortable. Um, um, I, I have nothing to confess. I am perfect. I am actualized. I fuck with my phone so much during the... Um, I, I am wearing a... I'm like removing my phone case. I don't know if you can hear this, but if you've ever heard this noise on the podcast, that's me reattaching my phone case because I'm stimming with it the entire time because it gives me... It makes my brain calm because I have incredibly strong ADHD and talking about something for an hour is quite hard for me. Um, especially when I'm tipsy. Um, but... Something that, uh, oh fuck, this is the second big ADHD moment of the entire podcast where I've trailed off and completely forgotten what I'm saying. Uh, what? You, we were talking about the fact that you continually curse the vice president. Oh fuck, yeah. No, I, I am strongly converting, uh, I'm strongly considering converting to Islam after this series. Kind of semi as a, unclear. semi out of spite. Yes. Which I feel like is the reason that I won't convert to Islam because I have too much respect for people who do that um, to do it out of complete anger. It's because you're still trying to. Because I feel like that's a very bad way to become become a Muslim. You're, you're, it's because you're still trying to lay the Mac down on your Muslim convert if you are If you are converting, I feel like you shouldn't do it out of anger at a TV show that was made in the 2000s. Uh, um, but, but yeah, no, I... Uh, at some point, I did sort of... I did sort of shout, Wallahi, I will destroy you, David Palmer, um, when he when he said that he would he had no choice but to go to war. Um uh, and I did. I, oh no, that was the vice president. Oh no, yes, no. I, yeah. I, I pick some things up from from friends of mine. But uh, the, the vice president, who don't the, the often, vice the vice president is the one who said that they had no choice but to go to war. No, David. No, I shouted this very early in the podcast when David Palmer oh, said, man, "I will have no choice but to retaliate." Sometimes people ask. How do you edit these episodes so... We so, don't. Yes. that Those few seconds you heard there, uh, that was, I think, uh, the, the, we're, we're looking at the waveform. Uh, no, let's, uh, let's, go, let's go back on track. Mm. You know what? It's been... You're having, you're having the chaos episode. You're hearing us. We're having a wonderful time. We are having the most fun we've possibly had. Well, no, it, the whole shtick. Mm. of 24-hour party people, is that you listen to us try and recap 24 as we become more tired and drunker and angrier. <laughs> I'm drunk, but also having a good time. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always having a good time. I'm, I'm Le- not, legally, I, I don't ha- think I'm very no, drunk. Le- I just the, the effects of the past two, three days are, or three months, or however long it has been that we've been doing this. I'm not entirely sure, are that I don't know how angry I am anymore. But I have to say, we have now discussed the first two episodes of The Block. Oh, fucking hell. No, we have not. What? I think it could be an idea if if this is season two, episode six... Part one. No, 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 no. Carry on. We'll ramp it up. It's just we're we're committing to the chaos episode. Uh, Let's go. No, I think 
unless you want me to mix a martini on on microphone, which is going to be the most aggravating noise in the world. And do it. I don't care. We're in the chaos episode. We're in the end game now, Iron Man. Wow, way to make a reference to the Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) I did it a minute ago, but it's okay when I do it, because I think Nightcrawler's cool. And if anyone fucking tells me that Nightcrawler wasn't in the Avengers, I think there were like four four issues where he was, and I will... Uh, I will aggressively fight you because I've got a spec right. script for X. Do I, for the chaos episode, do I need to do the recap? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm well, so, so behind the scenes for you. Set, let me set the scene. I have not taken notes since season one, episode four. No, 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 no. You've, well, you've taken. No, I took notes from then oh, on. Oh. I did not take any. For episode five. Oh, no, no, Jesse took recap notes no, no. For, for the first four episodes and then stopped. Yeah, I stopped because I realized you were doing the notes on my laptop. And on on episode uh, episode six, my one bit of notes that I said was David Palmer's logo sucks. But I had written no, that no, Jesse, in episode five. No. Oh, you mean episode six? And then I had oh. deleted it. Sorry, I thought you meant episode... Um... I think my episode four of the TV shows in like you know. 4 oh no, no, of of our podcast. I ha- I have not taken notes. Yes. Since the fourth episode of our podcast, and I had notes for five that were f- like I had a previous note from episode four that I del- I deleted everything else apart from David Palmer's logo sucks. I forgot to mention it in episode five of the podcast, and I eventually, I eventually mentioned it in episode six. Wasn't that the first thing that we talked about? I think episode four or five, one of the first things we mentioned... I don't mentioned, think we did, because I was very angry that we hadn't mentioned it until that point. Yeah, episode four or five, one of the first things that we mentioned was Irish. Yes, and and that was a revisional note, but the main one that... And then, yeah, and then, and then episode, the and episode is, six was David Palmer's logo sucks. Hmm. Pass me the fucking laptop. I'm doing the recap at this point. Yes, okay. Right. We're, we're going... Should we change places as well? Should we change seats? Uh, yes. I've looked very angrily at that Coke bottle that just fell over. Right. I'm getting out of the chair. If we sound far away, it's because, because the status quo is shifting. Uh, what, what Jesse just said is, if we sound far away, it's because the status quo is shifting. Um, now, I'm actually going to see what happens if I let Jesse... You may have noticed our dynamic so far is I talk a lot because I very much enjoy the sound of my own voice. Mm. Um, I will see how Jesse does reading, or at least um, freestyling upon my notes for the recap. Right. And while I make a wonderful little martini. Jesse, would you care for one? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, how, what? You are such a fucking James Bond dick. Oh, yes. Um, you have on your bookshelf, I just want to say, um, two books that I have noticed say GCHQ, and you have mentioned... In they're the, the puzzle GCHQ's books. puzzle books. They are puzzle books, and they're very... Oh, you haven't even realized that the, the first GCHQ puzzle book um, has an entire section of puzzles... What that requires you to know the film posters for James Bond films. Oh, I oh fuck, that's so shit. Yeah, move. 
move. I need to yes, recount um, the episodes of 24. I need to say that I would not hang out with you were I not sure that you didn't believe in this nonsense. Oh, no, this is the thing. I will, this is like you have those I will, I will ironically no, 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 I... I will always defend. I will always defend James Bond. I will never defend James Bond guys. Mm, okay. Uh, so, Martini, um, dry, wet. I, w- I would love a wet martini. Whatever. I don't know what that means. Um, actually, I think a, I think a wet martini would probably be a good idea because that means it's got more vermouth. Sure. Whatever. Yes. I don't know what that means. Um. Where the fuck were we? Uh, when was we, the last time we mentioned twenty four? Yeah, so um, we talked about we got distracted by talking about Kim in her wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. Oh yes, and uh, Jack sent Kate, uh, the white woman, to pick up Kim. Right. Uh, but when we last left, everything Jack was running through the. Um, he was running through. The, oh, he was doing. He was chasing Mulch Diggums. Yes. Yeah, and he he was running through like the. Um, well, I was about to say the the set of Saw Two. Uh, fittingly, yes, Tobin Bell, who who is Jigsaw of Jigsaw, is here. So I'm not even being too facetious when I say that. Uh, so that's where we left off. Right. Okay, I will let yeah. you, I'll let you try and take over. And if you hear a terrible rattling noise in the background, uh, that'll be just Jessie attempting to stretch her bones. Mm, yeah. No. God. Something that we need to say is that this podcast has actually physically hurt me. Uh, and if you hear another, that might be me mixing the Martinez. Um, I am in severe pain for the last, like, three days. I have needed to take so many painkillers because something about watching 24 has broken my shoulders and knees. And I'm not entirely sure. It might be me being approaching 29 years old. but Or being full of nothing but Red Bull and noodles. Uh, it could be that, yes. Um... Oh, so this is when Jack has called a helicopter to extract him and Mulch Diggums from a rooftop, which is where Mulch Diggums comes out. He like fires himself into the air through the through the gases from his uh, ass. He, he even has like a, he even has a stepladder connecting to another rooftop that he then just pulls up. As if he was planning to escape this way to this dead end rooftop all along, and then Jack tries to catch it by running, sprinting at the wall, and jumping so hard he slams his. Oh, he does the parkour. He does the Mario thing where he jumps between two walls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, he attempts to. Yeah. Except he just hits the wall, uh, and then sort of grumbles while holding his heart. Mm. Yes. So uh, they're on this rooftop, and um, and Jack is like. Don't fucking mess with me, Sonny Jim, my lad. I've I've had enough of you, which is how I'm often often am on Twitter with my simps, um, or, or the annoying simps that don't give me money at, at least. Um, and uh, I, I, fuck, I can't say that. That's bad. I didn't realize this was a business call. Mm. I should say that I do appreciate people being very nice to me. Uh, 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 however, I also do appreciate far more when people give me money. So there was a helicopter, um, right? <laughs> there, there was a helicopter incoming, certainly. Certainly there was a helicopter incoming. However, what happens is that Jack shoots the hacker in the leg. He falls off... Oh, no, because the, lacquer, the hacker... He has a gun that he's found in his March Diggums tunnel. Um... 
you did the like hand gesture for a gun to try and remind me. I do remember that he has a gun. Um, and like, uh, yeah, no, he Jack shoots, Jack wings him, and as we all know, having watched season one, if you wing someone, they fall off a small drop and, and hurt themselves. Uh, in this case, and also, if you lightly hit your head on something, you die. However, what happens is Jack's helicopter for the extract turns up and just sort of drives by like an Uber that sort of looked at you and then cancelled. Because at that moment, yeah, that if you've ever um, if you've ever called an Uber and they've they've come towards you and they've realised you are about eight percent more goth than they were expecting. Mm. Uh, they're like, nah. Yeah, because I, I don't know about you guys, but goth, the ultimate minority. Mm. Uh, yeah, because uh, Chappelle, back at base, he has since... He's been hit on the fr- head with the frying pan about six times by now. He's now immune. He's starting to become immune. Yeah, he's immune, and he's now said, let, lock... No, wait, and another chap has come in. Oh, no, he's woken... He's fully immune, and he's woken up and gone, don't send them the helicopter, yeah, someone because else, this is bullshit. Someone else has come on and it come in and said... Um, Let's find Chappelle, go for the go towards the frying pan noises, and we'll go on lockdown. Yeah. No one in or out unless someone no one no one in or out unless they the punch someone in the dick. Boss level of boss level division. Tom Clancy's the division. Someone a Ubisoft executive has turned up. Having realized not enough sexual harassment has been going on today. Hmm. Look up uh, Ubisoft sexual harassment. Yeah, that... no, I should say this. I have friends who work for Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. nice people. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> as ever, I merely make fun of the executives. Like that mm. time I got angry, at, uh, I got sassy with my boss, and he fired me from a bar. Mm. Uh, it, was a, it was a union thing. It was fine. As you were, Jesse, continue. Yeah, no. Um... Yes. Uh, so he, he wings him and he wings him. Yeah, and he falls off and hurts his hurts his noggin, and then uh, he's in trouble. And the helicopter with the med kit runs away, and uh, and and then he instantly dies. Yeah, he just dies. Like the helicopter goes away. By the time the helicopter had landed, he would have died. But Jack's still looking at them like, "Are oh, you wankers? Mm. Oh, this this is bastardry of an utmost level." Sam, I really need you to come back and do the notes. No. I'm not equipped for this. I'm no. far too. I'm far too much having ADHD at this point. Um, I don't know how to read. I've forgotten how to read. Your so notes are written got, in the most chaotic fucking well, way. Well, Palmer, um, he then gets his lawyer, and uh, his lawyer. Comes. Oh yeah, his lawyer turns up and is like, no more. No more Mr. Lawyer guy. Yeah, he, uh, he then, uh, his lawyer says, I'll do what I can to try and work out about this guy, Kingsley. And um, oh, he actually says, uh, I'll try, but um, Mike, your chief of staff, he's tying my hands. And so Palmer just goes, well, get him to untie your hands, at which point Jesse and I both started yelling at the screen, say red, <laughs> say red. <laughs> just tell him to untie you. You should have some paramedic scissors nearby. If you're doing that kind of activity, then you should have safety safety precautions in place. Well, um, Jack then goes back to Sherry, who it turns out the stab was basically fine. 
And Sherry's just really, really annoyed. Oh, yeah. She goes, why did you leave me? I've been stabbed. And Jack is just sort of like, I don't care about you. For the bit. Because we're divorcing. And our hacker child is now dead. I hope you're happy. Is that... No, you've got to promise you're not going to be cross. Mm. So at this point, the Can only... Can I way... end this fucking chaos episode and just say that nothing happens for the next two episodes? I'm taking charge. I'm yanking away from the notes and I'm scrolling down. I'm hitting page down. No, no we've got... We, we're, we're in too deep. We're in too deep. Uh, no, no, uh, Sam, I am... Uh, Jesse, at the most, I will let... At the most, I will let you pause. I'm deleting the notes. No, Jesse, I'll let you pause until I can resume gabbing. I am now holding the notes hostage. I have them highlighted and I will hit backspace. Then I need to shoot the notes in the head and then someone else is going to come and say, There's still 20 minutes until the hour. I can do this and it will only crown cut the tension. You'll you'll eat it, my notes. Anyway, uh, I, I'm, I'm saying nothing fucking happens. Well, I'll be back in 90 seconds to continue with the notes. No, no, no. There will be no more notes, Sam. We're, cu- we're at 125, almost. I am saying that nothing happens for at um, least no, an episode. I'm sorry. I do not want to talk about the fact that then uh, they decide to go and get a sting operation on Kingsley. So Jack tries to drive Sherry there and he starts having a heart attack. And even while having a heart attack, we'll not let a woman drive. And then he has another heart attack, and they crash into the L.A. River. Yeah, that's it. Enough paraphrasing. That's what happens for an entire episode. And Jack asks how he opens a PDF. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, this is important. Yeah. Um, Jack opens Windows Media Player with a funny skin on it so that they can... Create a file. Yeah, to, to make it sound like the hacker's still alive to convince Kingsley to meet Sherry at the Hollywood Coliseum. Mm. Or the LA so Coliseum. he baits him in with some fucking Swede Mason-ass editing where he... Swede Mason, the actual Swede Mason, not George Mason that we're calling Swede Mason for a bit. Um, he baits in Kingsley with like a fake audio recording that he's done using the the hacker who have we have we mentioned that the hacker is an audio technician that just does cassette boy shit yeah his whole deal is that he's able to fake audio files yeah if you get enough of somebody's uh he does deep fakes before the time that deep fakes were an actual thing yes if if he gets enough of somebody's speech he can make it sound like they're saying anything Mm. that's his whole deal he just he, he he's a deep fake guy but twenty years in the past. Yes. Um, imagine um, a like the the president, the prime minister of Kuwait's voice instead of Daisy Ridley's face. Mm, yeah. See, see, for me, deep fakes are just a vehicle for making Germa the guy. Deep fakes for me are a uh, a vehicle for making Germa the star in American Psycho, whereas for you, they are porn. And, I'm assuming. And getting people to sing um, back on the thigh. Okay. Fair enough. Well, uh, anyway. Well, so it's the <laughs> crash into the LA River, the, um, the storm. Oh, yeah. And then they jack a car and they go to Peter Kingsley's no, 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 cause, house. Cause Jack, I'm fast forwarding. But Jack does the whole call an ambulance. 
but not for me, and steals this random part Because of he's life. having heart attacks every two seconds. Oh, because um, remember how he died earlier? Yeah. Turns out that's not good on the heart. Um, Jack has a million heart attacks on the way to Peter Kingsley's house. Oh, martini time. Mm. Mm. I'm sure they'll love this noise. I'm sure this won't make people flinch I, on their way to work. Yes, thankfully you don't have a, uh, uh, a following which is quite filled with people with auditory processing issues. Mm, mm. Me also. That hurt my brain. Um, anyway. Um, that hurt my brain is actually what you'll be saying after you have this wonderfully mixed martini. Yes. Uh, Jack steals a car. He does the call the ambulance but not for me move. Uh, Kim and Kate go to CTU where Kate lectures an exceptionally hot um, Marie because she does some terrorism things. Kate, uh, I want to say that Marie is how I'm feeling by now, where um, I want to I want to say that I almost sympathise with Marie because. Actually, well, Marie at this point, um, actually, right. No, I have a very good point to make here that Marie sort of almost has a point because we are having this fucking plot line with Palmer where they're saying we have to go to war, actually. And she's saying, I, the USA is evil. And I'm yelling at the TV the entire time. The USA is evil. They treat people like they treat people terribly. And I'm like, you know what, Marie? I, I'm not I'm not with you on the murder of, of a bunch of innocent civilians, because that's what the US Oh, we might have to cut that. That was a horrible noise. Um I'm not with you on the on the the murder of civilians, because that's what the USA does. But otherwise, I sort of get your point that maybe the USA might not be great. Anyhow. Uh, Marie, uh, it also bears worth... Uh, she has a little conversation with Bob, the bad mm. dad, and he, that doesn't really go anywhere. But Marie is getting the full Hannibal Lecter, like behind a full Perspex wall. And I wish she had gotten a face-to-face with Jack to go into the oh, Agent Bauer. Hmm. I see you with your shoes you stole from a hog and your frosted tips that you've grown out. You know what you add to me? You're a rube, Agent Bauer. Tell me, Jack, has your wife stopped screaming? Oh, yes, because she's dead. Oh, well, naked. Un- un- understood. Question rescinded. Uh, oh, please don't tell me. I've just fucking realised what's going to happen in season three is that Jack is going to be married to the racist white woman. Because um, the white woman and Jack have sort of... They seem to have bonded and Kim seems to like her. Oh, fuck, they are going to! Because Jack tells Kate to go pick up Kim and then Kim just holds Kate at gunpoint. You're going, why, who are you? You're not my mother, you're not my mother. Yeah, why, why would my dad tell you to pick her up? And this is a... huh. Wow, Kim, for once you're actually you're exercising a, a reasonable level of, uh, of worry. Mm. For once, we, you, you could have maybe executed that before uh, going into a fuck bunker. 
Oh, this fucking segment where you made me read the notes has been so hard. Well, um, I will... Why did I said I wanted to read the notes, and I no longer ever want to do that again? God, this is... I'm, I'm aware this is only perhaps only arguably listenable, but um, this is what you get from an endurance podcast. Yeah, no, this is what happens. And you, you haven't even gotten to us talking deeply about the structure of the show. Uh, Has anyone done an endurance podcast before? Surely that's a thing that people have done. Well, depending on how one defines it, yes, there are plenty. Okay. We're not new. Uh, has anyone... No, Surely nobody has done a 24 podcast. I think the thing is, it's endurance not only in the time, but also in the what the fuck we are watching. Quite. Because what we're watching is so horrible. Well, Sherry is at the, uh, the LA Coliseum. She is wired up, gets Kingsley to say a lot of incriminating things, at which point Kingsley orders his sniper to shoot her. However... No, 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 hang on. There's something you need to miss. She does the <gasps> she does the um the Biden maneuver. No, no, you know, he, uh, he does the Biden he maneuver. Walk, he walks over slowly said, to her. You said I need to show you Kingsley doing the Biden thing. And like I thought that you meant that he was gonna walk very slowly towards her, so I started laughing when he did that. And then He gets behind her as if to sniff her hair. Yeah, a second later, he does something very creepy, where he he sniffs her hair and feels her up. He's like, he's feeling her down for weapons, but ooh. How many US presidents can I defame? Not even defame, because... How many US presidents can I annoy throughout uh, throughout this podcast, do you reckon? I think we can. I think we can set a high bar. We've. I think there's at least two that I've gotten, and and the thing is, they've both been Democrats, and I've I think I have sort of laughed at Trump a bit at one of the in one of the episodes. So, but generally thinking that Trump's a cunt mostly goes without saying. Like, yeah, but that, Trump that, is that at is, least funny. That is that is well trodden territory. But, mm. So Kingsley says, All "Right now, let's assassinate Sherry." And we cut to his sniper only to reveal that his sniper is lying face down on the ground and Jack Bauer's holding his sniper rifle. He's got a G3. And he just starts blasting. Yeah, he's just... Sherry runs away. Jack starts shooting all of Kingsley's men. And... By God, he's good at it. And he ends up in a... But then he starts getting, you know, some of them heart problems. He's got a... He has a full-on hospitals problem. He is lying down by some of the uh, by some of the, the chairs as Kingsley very slowly walks towards him and he, very, he tries to reach for his gun and then he gets it and points it at Kingsley and just pulls the trigger about a dozen times and it doesn't fire so Kingsley he he takes the longest time in the world to draw down on Jack and as he does so the world's quietest helicopter then shoots at him yeah the world's quietest helicopter just Sort of appears because, from behind a wall. Because at this point, Chappelle has now, having recovered from all of the frying pans, he's spoken to Tony and has gone, oh, fuck it, sure, why not? Let's Send the, hel- send the Uber back. Yeah. Uh, it didn't save the witness, but it might save Jack. Yeah, so the, uh, and then the, the so the, it's, when we say the world's quietest helicopter, we mean it is hovering over it's the Coliseum. Behind, yeah, it's hiding behind the Coliseum. Well, no, no, it's hiding behind Jack from the camera's perspective. Yeah, and then it just sort of appears. So 
I don't know about you guys. And, and but nobody has reacted to the sound of rotor blades until it appears. From 200 meters away. Yeah. Like, like it has literally been behind a wall. No, it's, it's been behind. It, it was hovering in open space. Fuck off. Uh, and, but then as soon as I it, didn't realize this until uh, yeah. you said it. it you're right. Uh, yeah, as soon as the camera. It's been behind Jack. Then when the camera like sort of pans around, then we hear it. Oh, and then the world's quiet as SWAT team moves in. Uh, yeah, and then the SWAT team just appears and saves the day yeah. by killing everybody. And the, uh, they tell uh, they say, hey, we've found out that everything's fake. Quick, Vice President, stop the attack. And he does. And then he apologizes to Palmer. And Palmer's reinstated. And it's all. And Tony resumes control as the director. And Kim reunites with Jack while he's getting like hot while he's getting medicine for having just been dead. Yeah, that's and that's the end of that. Except it's not because, because Palmer decides to go out and he gives a speech to tell everyone, "Don't worry, we're safe now." And I was like, I was yelling, "Fuck off, fuck off!" for the like two thousandth time. He, he's giving this. He's just giving this good because inspiring. Because I was sick and tired of how much American he's. He says, God bless America. He gives a big inspiring speech. Everyone's being like soothed. And I was like, Americans who listen to the podcast might be acclimatized to this, but I need to explain how nauseating this is to anyone else. Like, shit like this, I just go... It produces like a vomit reaction to me. The, The words, God bless America, make me feel violently ill like, like nothing else. Like people people in the UK will occasionally try British exceptionalism, but at least with them, you know with them, they know deep in their hearts that they're lying. So I'm trying to think about how to explain this. Like I guess, uh, so I do this a lot, but I think, I think most people in America probably do understand how this is, right? Yeah. Like it's, uh, certainly the people who are listening to our podcast will, will understand how this is, but... So when somebody shows you a yeah, photograph, no, like, when somebody shows you a photograph of their ugly child and tells you not just that they have a beautiful child, but that their child is more beautiful than yours. So I hate England. I have to explain this also. I hate England. I hate the UK. Um, and I think UK exceptionalism is ugly, but in a very different way. Um, but something about US exceptionalism after we've had. A, a show tell us that 10,000 American lives are more important than the hundreds of thousands of civilian lives who didn't sign up for this, that we are we are saying that we will murder because we have no choice because it's funny, will, like... Well, um, it, it, that's that's bad. That That's what caused Jesse to really start losing it, and the season is effectively wrapping up with Palmer giving an inspiring and, speech. I should explain that I hate Palmer. I still hate Palmer, even though his whole bit is I wanted to avoid a war because I wanted to wait for evidence. But I still will do this war because it's funny. Uh, As the camera then shows the crowd, uh, we see, you know, a couple of people in the crowd, one of whom is Mandy, the bisexual from the plane in season one. The one who sucks herself out through a door on the plane and and then kills Rogue. Yeah. You might remember her I from... Sa- I saved her life. Me yeah. making that joke. Uh, she rules. Also, she's hot as hell, and I think I've seen her in something else. And she reaches out and is able to get... She ends up being one of the many people that shakes Palmer's hand. The second I saw her... I had a moment of going, who is this? And then the minute I realized, I started like 
I started doing the thing that, like... You started, started barking at the screen. Yeah, not even that. I wasn't even horny. What I was, was elated because I knew David Palmer was about to die. Well, um... I started going... But then Mandy walks away after shaking his hand. No, but I knew and, that what had happened would and, kill him. And peels a bit of plastic off and you know, puts it in a little secure case... And then you, we see Palmer get up to his limo, and then he looks down at his hand, which is foaming. Melting. Off, and he collapses, and we don't even get beep, beep. We just hear I his, was fucking hooting and hollering. The, the season ends as his heartbeat goes, vomp. The vomp, warmonger who vomp, pretends he's vomp. not is dead. And I was like, oh, thank Christ. And that's a season wrap. Or not even. Season two. Because at this point, I am I am genuinely... The only reason I'm not converting is be- out of spite is because I would be doing it out of spite. Well, now that we've covered the season, we did have... We have a few things to discuss. One of them is, well, the act two villain problem. In this... Uh, the show, it turned out to be quite muddled because the Act 2 villain, more so than just... Oh, and uh, Kingsley um, was also reporting to um, Max, this guy who was just hanging out on a yacht and and also ended up taking a call from Mandy at the end. He appeared in like the last two episodes, didn't really have any interactions with anyone. He was mostly there to be like, oh, there's a man behind a man. Mm. So, but more so than Kingsley being the real villain of the last um, uh, of the last third, it seems like what they wanted to do was have the last third be about after this massive a nuclear bomb goes off, how would people react? You know, you see the civil unrest, you see people be afraid, but they kind of muddy the water by trying to make it seem like it might be a part of the conspiracy. So rather than getting what could be sort of an interesting plot thread about um, politicians reacting, like being manipulated into something, and so you get this almost Shakespearean sense of seeing people behave inevitably as um, it has been anointed that they shall by things out of their control. We, you keep wondering, oh, who's, you know, who's going to do this? Who's actually behind the sinister conspiracy? So then at the very end... Um, when they apologize and they say, you know what, fair cop, Palmer, um, do you want to be, you can be president again. We will, everyone who said that you should go will resign. And Palmer just says, no, I understand. This was a terrible day. I forgive you. Mm. That, that makes sense if you're trying to make it about how people can be manipulated. Because I mean, it's, fuck, it's 2003. If you want to make a timely show about how a, a nation can be provoked into overreacting a high-profile terrorist incident by invading the Middle East. Yeah, like it's very easy to show how you can be, you know, how you can provoke an overreaction. Mm. Uh, that, well, and that was always, you know, the, the Bin Laden plan was just, if you, fight, if you hit the USA this hard, they're going to do something stupid. Mm. Uh, but in, introducing the conspiracy thing makes it modelled to the point where what could have actually been a quite nuanced and interesting like last, th- last third I am up, going to go and pee uh, well I'll talk to you
if if you if if you can hear that, then I apologize. Um, well, hey guys, it's it's Sam here. Um, thanks for sticking around through the hundredth minute of the chaos episode. Uh, yeah, the, the the show has eyes bigger than its stomach, so to speak. It wants to take on some quite interesting points, but it doesn't. It seems like it doesn't quite have the skill or the conviction in its own beliefs to really follow through. And that seems to be the main flaw of season two. That it never quite it never quite fulfills some of the promises that it that it makes. For instance, even when it talks about the uh, you know the heavy torture and all that, that starts an interesting conversation that it then never replies to. It it never finishes the thought, which you know it it led us to having the that quite long discussion about what quite the show stands for and what it thinks it stands for. Similarly, this this second act villain problem is really really does encapsulate that main error. Now, I can't remember if season three similarly uh, repeats that, but it'll be interesting to see how the show's strength in its own convictions and the confidence in their own storytelling ability either improves or continues to, uh, to dog it. And uh, Jesse's back. Hello, I'm back. Which means it's time for who had the most terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. I'm really torn on this. Because I think Kim would be extremely funny to get it, but I also think that Kim doesn't really face any severe punishment for her actions. Well, because, I, like, really, she hasn't done anything particularly wrong. She's just had a very bad well, day. Well, she doesn't face ramifications or consequences. Mm. But... She's, like, she's certainly, like, had a bad time over the last, like, 24 hours. We're like clinking the martinis right now. Mm. But um, I, I think the thing about Kim is it's, it's she's certainly head along with Razor for me. It's Razor I, has had such a shit day. I think Kim, in had it not been for Razor getting shot by his fiance. That really, that's just such a, a high impact. That's an impact. That's a really high impact bad day. Mm. Um, you know what it's like when you, you think on, on, in any other year. Saeed Ali being told that his kid is not actually dead, I think, removes him from the running. As well as um, just the... Actually, no, I don't know. Because like being locked in a bunker with a weirdo well, is no, like... No, because all of, all of quite bad. Everything that happens with Saeed Ali. That 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 situation is very extremely. Yeah, fucked everything that happens with, with Kim. Everything that happens with Saeed Ali is one event, which is he is captured and tortured. Yeah, that's really fucked. But with Kim, every single thing is a discrete individual event. Razors has enough stuff going on that are different, but still discrete enough as events to qualify for the 
awful dominoes that I think are required yeah. for like I Kim think Kim for is, a no for a no good day there have it has to be a Kim whole is, thing. Kim I would like to nominate nominate Kim for a new award. Go, let's let's hear this. Let's hear this. Kim's award is the sideshow Bob Award of standing on a million rakes one after the other. Um I I cannot state enough how that absolutely encapsulates her day. That is what is happening with Kim. So, She's so, standing on a rake and then standing on a progressively sillier rake, one after the other. So I strongly nominate and confirm there, there, there needs to Razor. Be, there, yeah, there needs to be an element of psycho bobbery for for the bad, uh, for the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day award. So I think, yeah, Razor, he wins for this season. Mm, uh, I think Razor wins. Yeah, Kim second, uh, but like proud second, second, but nominated for her own award. Yeah, uh, and Saeed Ali, the Mountain it, Lion sideshow Bob yes, award. Uh, Saeed Ali, he gets an honourable mention for not you know the worst day, but at least having the highest impact couple of hours. Mm. Uh, and well, the Bad Dad Award. Gary ends up, I think, winning. Yeah, no, I think Gary wins. Yeah, Bob. Um, Gary is a terrible father. Yeah, Bob goes from Bob's just kind of a wanker. Bob is a CIA dickhead. But Gary, uh, Gary, well, Gary's a wife. Uh, he, he he is a domestic abuser who murders his wife. Murders his wife and. Smacks. Scares his child so fucking hard that, and then tries to kidnap his child, and like, he's clearly been at this a while. And then he, he also th- keeps his coke in a lamp. Yeah, like, which if anything, that's going to keep it warm. And I, I, I don't know. like what the fuck. I don't know enough about um, you know Colombian marching powder to really speak with authority on it, but uh, that's still you know. It's still a very poor showing, just you know, from a mm. from from like a, a gourmet perspective. Do we have? Well, we have. I think one final, one final segment. Which no, you know, let's save it for episode zero of season three, which is I tell you three things about season three, and you, let, we'll see which one you believe. I'll tell you like one truth and two lies. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be very funny. Do we want to talk about? No, we won't talk about that because I'm sure it will come up at some point. We'll add it to the episode. Well, well no, I think yeah. if we if we do that at season zero, then we'll be able to get you know it'll be freshest in all of our minds, mm. and I'll have been able to come up with some. We'll probably have already announced at some point. I will do like a, a sexy voiceover where I talk about. Oh, we're doing. We're doing a, a bonus series Wait. about well, we about should... a bunch of other shit no, that we, we found. We do also need to say that um, now, Jesse, mm. you know how Palmer, how uh, Mandy, you know, did the did the murder drug. And you know how she's working for Max, who uh, the that guy who Kingsley was also in communication with. Mm. You know how they're setting them up. Mm. Let's see, Jesse. Can you guess how that is resolved? No. I would like you to attempt to work out or to, to guess 
when that is resolved. Sorry, you're going to need to uh, you're going to need to rephrase this question. So, Mandy, the, Ma- the Man- bisexual, Mandy and lesbian. Ma- Mandy and Max brought in, being, which rules by the way, I'm set, fully in support it, of that. Mandy and Max being brought in as future threats, right? So, so also, when do you think we will see? So, also, Mandy, the president, murdering woman, right? Who was in season one and said at one point, are you free? Ira asked her at one point, are you free for the job next year? But, but this, this is the job no, next no, year. It has since been 18 months. She, but, so okay, she's no, been busy since then. That's still sort of a job next year. She kills the well, job he, next year was killing Palmer. Uh, he says that rules. He says a job next summer. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Right. Mandy, they phrased this. We definitely they, know. they work this out in advance. At the time, at the, gonna, yeah. at, at the time, we know that Mandy's coming back. But so, Mandy and Max—they are threats. When do you think we see that resolved? Oh, in four seasons' time. Incorrect, and not even slightly close. Okay. Would you like one more guess? In six seasons' time. Oh no! When I say not even slightly close, I mean Max's whole fucking deal, and. The whole reason behind, you know, Palmer getting the getting got. That's resolved in twenty four. The game for the PlayStation Two. No. Yes. Max never appears in the TV program again, but he does appear in twenty four. No, no, fuck off. No, what? I am telling you the truth. We are hopefully at some point we'll. You're st- telling me they did a Star Wars in Fortnite thing, where I think maybe unintentionally. But at some point... No, I refuse to you know, believe tw- this. 24 The Game, I think, came out in 2005. So no, I think they... Fu- so I think, fuck off. So I think they no, just abandoned... I think they may have just abandoned that plot thread and then, with the game, realised they had these toys in the toy box that had yet to be played with. I hate this. Oh, my God, no. So if this is going what? well... They just abandoned Max? If this is going well, hopefully we may end up just... Endurance streaming the entirety of 24 colon the game. We need to work out what we're doing with that because there are two things. One is designated survivor and one is 24 the video game that we could play with for extra content. We, uh, I feel like we're going to have to endurance stream 24 the game because having found that out, that drives me insane. Which is, I believe, the, the true goal of any 24 Bauer party people. This is actual torture. Well, do we have any? Do we have any further points to make? No. Do you, did you prefer season two to season one? Yes. Uh, did you season? Like, but did only... you like season two? No. Did you like some of season two? No. Remember that season two involves Kim. Yes. So, so something I need to say is that I would watch Kim's storyline on its own as a comedy bit. However. The rest of the storyline is so fucking shit and racist. But, like, the thing about this is that they have invented acting and editing at this point. They've invented the camera moving, so it's possible to enjoy. The second episode of this block won the Creative Arts Emmy for Best Editing. We're bringing back the screaming with the blanket over the head segment, Sam, because I'm going to the other side of the room. I'm grabbing the same blanket that I grabbed two days ago. I'm going to the exact same spot.
I am incredibly annoyed. Well, tune in next time for season three of 24 Bauer Party People. Uh, we will try and make it through all of that next time. Um, I have been Sam. I have been incredibly annoyed for the past 48 hours. And we hope you're having a wonderful day. Hmm. Please, don't do this. And don't watch this show. This show is extremely we, shit. Wait, I, no, we, no we, didn't we learn a valuable lesson? No. No, no, last season we learned a valuable lesson that we then taught other people. And this Don't se- watch 24. Until next time, avoid mountain lions. <laughs>